the billionaire Powerball winner, Edwin Castro, is basically burning all of his money, right? So according to this article, this is a terrible buy of a $73 million L.A. mansion. Now, what a lot of people don't understand when it comes to the lottery in the way that he got the lottery, like how he took the winnings, which was a lump sum, you don't get the full amount that it says, right? Like, you know, he technically won over $2.1 billion, I believe. But taking a lump sum, you basically cut that price amount almost by half, right? By doing the lump sum. Then you get hit with a tax. Then you get hit with another tax. So you're basically left, after everything's said and done, maybe 30%, 40%, mainly 30% probably, more so, of the original prize amount after everything's said and done in terms of like money that you can actually spend. So it's something to really think about. So like you win like $2.1 billion and like what, maybe you're left with like $600 million, $700 million. And he's already bought like two other, I think, mansions. So it's like you're burning through a lot of money very quickly. Now, some people might think this might be a good idea. Oh, he's buying real estate, blah, blah, blah. He still has a lot of money, blah, blah, blah. What people don't understand is like these mega mansions need to be basically ran like an actual business because of how big they are and how much it costs to actually have it running. Like the landscaping is like a whole ordeal. The electricity cost per month is insane. The property taxes is insane. The water is insane. Like just the general maintenance of this is insane. So you're looking at like probably six figures a month in terms of just maintenance costs for just one of these properties that he has. But let's get into it. So the richest Powerball winner in U.S. history has splashed out on a huge $73 million mansion in L.A. as the latest in a string of eye-watering property purchases. Which also, by the way, keep in mind, this guy is still staying in California for some reason, and the crime is increasing in California. Everybody knows that you are a lottery winner. It would not be too out of the question for you to end up getting robbed. Like, think about it. So Edwin Castro, 31, scooped up $2.04 billion in the California lottery last year and became an overnight billionaire, adding $997.6 million to his account after coming forward to collect the lump sum payment. But see, like the title of this article is kind of like uh, not true because he's not a billionaire. Like, period. He's not a billionaire. Like, this is what he got, you know, hit to his account after taking the lump sum, but this is before taxes taken out. He has since invested in real estate, buying two multi-million dollar mansions in California in just one month, a $25.5 million estate in the, in the Hollywood Hills, shortly followed by a $4 million mansion with views of the San Gabriel Mountains. So to put it basically simply, this guy has already spent over $100 million in 
a year's time? Like, do you realize how crazy that actually is? How bad of an idea that actually is to do? Like, you're going to spend $100 million in a year. Dude, you can literally buy a mansion, literally not do anything for the rest of your life, not even invest your money, and live amazingly. Like, it really... It really does not make sense to be buying a bunch of these properties unless you're truly using it to like almost just place your money and hoping that it will appreciate over the next 5-10 years, which it might do. It might double because this is California, but you still technically spend like $100 million of your price. Like, that's pretty crazy. Now, Castro has splurged on his most expensive property, yet adding a $47 million mansion in Bel Air to the mix. Wait, so does that mean that, like, it's his total is? Hold on. No, so he spent $73 million, then $25.5, then $4, and then another $47? Jesus. So... Like close to like a hundred and like around a hundred and fifty million dollars he's already spent. So yeah, he splurged on his most expensive party yet adding in a forty-seven. Hold on. I want to double check something. Did he buy a forty-seven million or seventy-three? Like this is so like misleading. I'm guessing seventy-three million and a forty-something million property. Dude, like, whoever wrote this article is like, I have no clue what the hell you're doing. So the new home, set on a 4,700-square-meter block, has seven bedrooms and 11 bathrooms. It also boasts almost unimaginable luxuries, including DJ turntables that rise up from the ground, a champagne tasting room, a wine cellar, a suspended glass walkway, a theater, an infinity pool overlooking L.A. Interesting. I'm not going to lie, this... This property looks pretty awesome. But man, like the upkeep of this is just insane. Let's see, financial planners have classed the three homes as well as a vintage Porsche 911. He's been seen driving to and from the bank as terrible purchases. Financial advisors typically recommend that winners collect their large lottery payouts through annual payments rather than the lump sum cash flow sprung for. Financial advisors also recommend that lottery winners or anyone else coming into a large amount of wealth consult with a financial planner, tax lawyer, or other expert to create a plan according to Fortune. Don't make any visible life changes. Don't quit your job. Don't go out and buy a Ferrari. Don't buy a mansion. Emily Irwin, Managing Director of Advice in Planning at Wells Fargo's Investing in Wealth Management Division, told the publication, Maybe you have student loans you want to pay off. That makes sense, but try to avoid that mega purchase. Even the average Joe has opinions about Castro's spending. The comment section on an Instagram post about Castro's new mansion was filled with people sharing their five cents worth. He's going to go broke ASAP. One person seethed. This guy will be broke in less than five years. Another concurred. It kind of looks like he's packing on some weight too, which ain't good like at all. And as a reminder, though the home is clearly extravagant, it only costs 2.5% of Castro's total lottery winnings, which is technically not true. Because again, that amount, that 990 something million dollar amount, guess what, is again, 
before taxes. Let's see. Heck yeah, enjoy your life, bro. Bro, that's fire. Just imagine he could grab a couple properties around the city and multiply that bread. Noted another. Let's see some of these comments. <laughs> so much fentanyl, so little time. The poor house clock is ticking. Won't be long before it's all gone. Can't fix stupid. Like most lottery winners, this guy looks like he's going to try to lose it all, but maybe he got so much he can't lose it. No, that's not true. Like the thing is, like what people don't understand is like no matter how much money you have access to, you could lose it all. Like in terms of like generational wealth, I think there's only like two or three families that are on like the fifth, sixth, or seventh generation of wealth, whereas like in the billions, millions of dollars kind of stuff. So typically, people just lose all of the money regardless over a couple of generations. So he's going to lose this money probably. Like if he keeps spending his money like this, because again, there's nothing wrong with putting your money into real estate. The only problem is people don't factor in the actual cost of like owning the property, just owning the property, right? Like he could probably make more money in terms of like profit with less work, less time investment by just sticking all this money into the S&P 500 and like literally not touch it and live off of the dividends. Like it's kind of like crazy when you think about it. Like this guy could like literally just be generating millions of dollars a year, millions of dollars a month without doing a damn thing, without even having to buy properties. But he's buying properties which are not really assets. Because, like, what people need to understand, too, is that whenever you buy something like a real estate property or anything like that, if it's not making you money, it's not an asset, it's a liability, right? So him just owning these properties doesn't really make it an asset. It might become an asset once you get to the point where you end up selling it, right? But it's technically costing you money by just owning it. If you're not going to rent it out at all. If he rents out these properties, okay, then maybe you might be able to deem it as like an asset. But the funny thing about, I think, in California real estate, a lot of people who end up buying these properties to rent it out, they don't really make a profit off of the rent. They pretty much just price the rent as to like at cost so that they're not bleeding money so that... In the next like five years, the home appreciates, potentially doubles in price because California is super weird. So they might buy like a $10 million property, rent it out per month at like basically break even or a slight loss. But they know that within like five years, 10 years, the property will double. So that will counter out, like counteract the, uh, the cost of just owning the home and they make a profit at the end of it. And then they just put that money back into like another property. But like you typically don't even make a profit when you rent a property in California, especially these like mega mansion homes. These are just so expensive. Yeah, I mean, to me, if I were to have won that type of money by playing the lottery, one, I wouldn't be buying like a mega mansion because people would just be to tell who you are. And two, it's like, 
I'd probably minimize what I'm doing because it's like you literally don't have to do anything. Like you don't got to get into real estate. You don't got to get into like crazy amounts of stocks or individual stocks or anything like that. You don't got to be investing into like different businesses. Like you could just literally sit on your butt playing games for the rest of your life and still make millions of dollars a year. Okay, this person says, okay, let's clarify one of some things. First, he did not get $997.6 million. That's before taxes. California does not charge state tax on lot of winnings, so he got 997.6 times 63%. Max Fed tax is 37% for a total of $628.488 million. Second, the math is screwed in this article. He bought a mansion for $73 million, but then he says he bought it for $47 million. The first mansion, $25.5, plus the $4 million mansion, plus $47 is $76.5 million. Those three mansions alone are 12.23% of his take-home winnings. Maybe he's hoping to flip those homes one day. This is a bad time for house flipping, plus $20 million plus homes. Don't move so fast, even when the market is good. It's a poor investment. Take a page from those hotel owners in SF who put their $750 million into six-month treasury bills, which were paying at the time 5.5%. Tax, I believe, is only 15% on the interest, so roughly $35 million every six months. FYI, I'm not even a financial planner, and I can do better than this guy. Yeah, like the, like this is the thing that people need to understand. Like, like the amount of money that you win from these lotteries is not really the amount of money that you win. The lump sum that you get is not the actual amount of money that you actually get to use, right? Because you have the lump sum, then you have the withholding tax, and then you got to pay the final tax, like the final like 10, 12, 13% after the withholding on your, like, you know, federal tax report so it's kind of sad like it's kind of sad like just how much you basically get screwed over because it's basically like you know this person says like it's like a 63% tax on the winnings so it's like it's kind of crazy when you think about it this person says he took home 997.6 after tax that is not true because the lump sum dropped the 2.1 to 997.6. Like, people keep getting screwed like screwed up. But the 997.6 is before tax. Reporters Kim Matthew won nine nine seven million, has spent seventy five million plus on homes. That's nearly seven point five percent, not two point five percent. Yeah, like whoever wrote this article is like a complete jackass. Like didn't even bother doing any research at all. Yeah, interesting. But here's the thing. If someone were to ever get lucky enough to win the lottery, 
you got to basically ask yourself, okay, am I good with money, right? If I am not good with money, or if there's ever been a year where I've spent more than what I made in a year, ever, right, then I should probably take the annual payments, the annuity. And the reason for that is because, one, it allows you to screw up for a couple years and still come out ahead. It gives you time to get better with managing your money. And then also, it like guarantees you income for like the next 20, 30 plus years. Like, <laughs> that's not a bad option. Like, and also, like, the amount of money that you get per year is insane. Like, you can literally, like, one, like, year payment can literally fund you for your whole life. So you could literally screw up every single year except for the final year. And that final year can basically run you for the rest of the life. Or you could actually screw up even in that final year, spend half of that money, and only have the half of the final year to live off of and you could still end up being good because of how big these like payments are and I think it increases like closer you get to the end of the years so like let's say it's like 30 year payments like the 29th 30th payment are going to be massive right so yeah you'd be doing okay even if you were to screw up every single year until those points but just be careful because the problem with the problem with a lot of these lottery winners is that so many of them have never had money like more than like above living paycheck to paycheck kind of thing like they probably never had like a savings account with like an emergency fund they probably just were spending all the money that was coming in and if that's the case you got to be super careful when you get into this type of money because it could just go at the snap of the fingers like, without really any effort 